Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. I know we are back, you guys. We are back. Um, One of the things that we want to kick off kind of as we start each podcast is a check-in. Just to check in to see how y'all are doing, see what you're grateful for, what got you through the week. Um, It's been a long week for me. Oh, Yes. What got everybody through this week? I am not sure if I should say what got me through um, this week. Oh, Lord. But um, I do want to shout out um, Crown Apple and Tequila. You can sponsor us if you are listening, Crown Apple. Yes, we do I take try. sponsorships. Yes, yes. Drink um, responsibly. I will say I did drink responsibly. Nice. Um, I did wait at least an hour um, before I drove. Oh, that's together. smart. That's yes. very yes. responsible. Exactly. Um, I did have it at lunch, so it was yeah. at my lunch hour. Oh, but that's fine. It's your lunch waited. hour. I still you waited, know. Um, and I wasn't on the clock. Hmm, for those of you who are trying to check, um, <laughs> I was not on the clock. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for being able to take a moment to say, listen, let me step away. Let me relax, calm myself, and go back into my day. So yeah. Mm, nice. What, got me nice. what about you guys? Crown, crown. What about okay. you, Shari? Um, for me, one thing that got me through was working out. Mm, um nice. I never thought I'd be that person that's like, where's Shari? Oh, she in the gym. And Shari what? is always in mm. the gym. It's crazy. So you know. It's weird. Um, but that's that's what got me through. Um, twerking on Tuesdays. <laughs> You know, those types of things, just kind of working out. I did a 5.30 a.m. boot camp. Yes. What? I I surprised myself. Surprised myself. So that's what got me through this week, Um, stress relief through physical activity. Awesome. What about you, April? April? Who? God. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much all. (laughs) This was a particularly tough week. Um. So I think for me, definitely it was prayer and just kind of reminding myself that bad times don't last and things yeah. always get better. And like, I love the um the quote from Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. Just nice. keep swimming. Just, you just got to just keep going. And also, the do not disturb function <laughs> yeah. on my phone. On like, phone. I just disconnected. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Boundaries. Let me just disconnect from everything, put my phone away. And yeah. Nice. Just, so that was what got me through. Knowing when you need to not be disturbed. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, hopefully we keep getting through. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are. Oh, we're going to claim that. We are claiming that. Absolutely. Um, so although I just talked about disconnecting, <laughs> one thing about being connected is you come across some very interesting things on these interwebs, on Al Jarreau's internet. Um, (laughs) so uh what we want to do on the podcast each we just kind of touch on what's going on in the media and just kind of bring it back to psychology just from the lens of psychology so i would like to ask you all your thoughts about gospel memes or Mm. memes as gospel so kind of these things that are floating around and people kind of take them to heart like yes this is it goals or whatever (laughs) um and kind of what of some of your 
pet peeves about oh. meme gospels. Uh, what about you, Erica? Oh gosh, you know, I've I've actually <laughs> I've been one that would post these, and now <laughs> I actually hate them. <laughs> um, I have gotten to the point where I hate. No, 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 no. Let me bring that back. I don't hate, um, but I dislike strongly um the boaz mm-hmm. quotes um you, you've all seen them mm-hmm. you know there's some kind of variation about ruth and boaz and if you don't know who boaz and ruth are i'm gonna need you to go pull your bible out <laughs> um but got deaconess these, erica's right yes. <laughs> um these quotes that are you know basically telling you why you as the woman are doing wrong and failing mm. in your relationship uh strifes and yeah. strivings and i used to post those because i was like oh my goodness yes lord waiting on the i'm waiting on the boaz lord and you know i started to realize and just listening to some of um people's comments and reading things about how very detrimental, you know, mm-hmm. those can be. So, yeah. um, and that comes up because, you know, you recently see them and you're like, oh, yeah, that's not great. Yes. Not great. I always say Facebook memories keeps me humble. Oh, yes. Yeah. From it's when like, she came. Yes, mm-hmm. shows me how yes. far I have grown. Did I post that? <laughs> it's like, oh, ooh, I did say that. I probably should. <laughs> that went on in 26. Right. Oh, a lot. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> Election? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. A lot was happening. What about you, Shari? Um, one of my like pet peeves for these meme gospels relationship goals. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see a picture of somebody and it'll be like, Oh, this is my relationship goal. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be a picture of a random couple eating dinner. Like everybody <laughs> eats. Like, why is that like, why is that a goal? You know, like, like look at them sitting together. Right, look at them eating at the same time. Like relationship goals. He watched his hands. <laughs> right? Relationship goals. Like Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Because one, it's just a snapshot, right? Mm -hmm. Usually it's just a picture, random picture, or it's a celebrity couple and Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, unrealistic. So it sets us up with these unrealistic, like, things that we're striving for. We don't know the whole picture. We don't know the whole story. Right. it just really messes your mind up when you're striving mm-hmm. for these things that you don't even know what actually is happening mm-hmm. behind the the relationship or behind the picture. Right? Yeah. You know. That's a big thing, too, with just Instagram and social media. They talk about a lot called um, compare and despair, mm-hmm. and, which is where people are scrolling and scrolling. They're comparing themselves with what they're seeing and despairing because they're not meeting like this that. illusion because it's like a curated that. timeline. You don't you don't people are showing you the, the highlights it, and right. not it's the, the blue reel. Like, yeah. Like you said last time. So that whole I'm getting caught up. Um, I've been trying to decide because I have two. Um I'll say one of my pet peeves is, I wish I could remember the exact phrasing, but it has to do with you don't owe anyone an explanation for your lack of communication. And, you know, we are all adults here. I don't have to tell you if I don't want to talk to you. And I'm just like, that? Uh, Like, if you really care about someone... 
then I think it is only fair and just respecting the relationship you have. And that's not even romantic relationships. That could be, Shari reached out to me earlier this week. She knew I had a tough week. And I was like, I'm just not up to talking right now. Sure. Because it would be rude for me to see this (laughs) see this text and just be like, nah, she'll get it. No, it's just, it literally takes two seconds to tell someone, or I'm having a busy week. It's a big, busy day at work. Like it's not necessarily giving someone um, a play-by-play of your itinerary, right. but it's that respecting the other persons that they are reaching out to you for whatever reason. Now, that's not to say that when you're trying to break off communication that if it's something you've already said, okay, I'm done with this person, then right. yes, in that case, yeah. you don't you don't have right. to do you that. Don't. But but if we're talking about a relationship with someone that you know and you mm-hmm. actually care to preserve right. that relationship, yeah. then it's like, why are we promoting this very... I do me. It's like, all right, you gonna be uh, by yourself, by yourself <laughs> right? Doing you, yeah. No, no, I've seen those, and it really like perturbs me because mm-hmm. I think it's just an excuse for poor communication. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I don't owe anybody the the right to know what's going on with me. And it's right. like, well, you kind of do, do. Yeah. especially when you're in relationship with someone, mm-hmm. right? Um, you kind of owe them a part of what's happening, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I don't want to say, oh, but like you said, like just that respect, right? you know, mm-hmm. being able to say like, hey, this is where I'm at. You yeah. Know, this is where I am. Like that's, I, I think in relationship, you have certain duties. Mm. I think that's a part of the duty yeah. of being in relationship with somebody. Well, I think exactly. it's, it's. I don't even know if I like the word duty because it makes mm-hmm. you feel obligated, but it's a part of the dynamic of a relationship mm-hmm. is communication. Yeah, right. So if you, or even at the early stages, because I think people get caught up in thinking that that somebody's demanding yeah. something of them. And it's, it's sometimes as sim- simple as I, I can't do it right now or I can't talk right, right now. So even right. if that's the explanation, that's fine. Like you don't have to open up and write a, a diary entry, yeah. but it's a simple, right. like, letting someone know what's up. Yeah. That just goes to show that we, we as just humans, mm-hmm. really need to learn how to communicate. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's yeah. a big topic. That's something we definitely, <laughs> I think that's something we could certainly oh, cover. Because mm-hmm. I am always, always, like, really, really big on saying, like, as humans, we don't know how to communicate. It's a skill. Like, it communication is. is a skill, which basically means it's something that we have to learn. We aren't born knowing how to communicate. We're born with, like, vocal cords so we can talk. Right. You know, but communication is a skill. Mm-hmm. It's the essence. It's something you have to yeah. learn how to do. So. But that's why I think I like that. this meme bo- gospel is so important but also detrimental because it lets people like drop these little nuggets yes. of things with yes. no like explanation right, right. or anything <laughs> and people just interpret it how they want to interpret it, and then they take that all in yeah, yeah right yeah. and then yeah. now that becomes like this model that you live by mm-hmm. you know somebody yeah. was having a bad day and decided yeah. you know what i don't owe you any kind of communication and now people are like yes honey yes <laughs> But then we'll flip and be like, it was so funny because I saw a lot of the same people posting that would also post like, don't forget to check on your strong friend or when people don't (laughs) reach out. (laughs) And it's just like, but you just told people. They don't don't have to talk to you. Yeah, that you don't have to talk to them. Like you can't. 
that's it's sending a little mixed messages yeah. when yeah. you do that. Well, that's okay. They'll create a meme for that too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I mean, I, like I said, I get it to an extent. Like if it's work and someone asks me to do something after hours and I say I can't, I don't owe you right well, an yeah. explanation. Yeah. But if we're talking about like my friends and they're like, yeah. hey, what's been going on? I haven't seen you in a while. It's okay for me to say, you know, to, to the extent I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. and not ignore mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. this just kind of highlights some of the things that we've either taken in, we've, we've incorporated into our lives. And then we, we now, these are things that we've learned and this may or may not be healthy things, but we take these into our relationships, whether they are dating relationships, our friendships. And so I want to kind of transition us into kind of talking about some of these things that we've learned mm-hmm. about relationships that we need to unlearn or yeah. things that maybe we've already unlearned and and why or how we ended up knowing or recognizing that we mm. needed to unlearn yeah. these ways of thinking mm-hmm. or behaving. Uh, Shari, what's, you know, maybe just something <laughs> that you've had to unlearn that has been either um, helpful for you, you know, now that you've trained yeah. yourself not to do that? Yeah, I yeah. Think I think one of the things that I've had to unlearn, and I'm still unlearning it in spaces <laughs> is that <laughs> everything is not about me right mm. so I am big like I like personalize so much stuff so I'll mm-hmm. just like take it all in and I'm like oh my goodness you know this person said this so they must have been like thinking this mm-hmm. about me or thinking that about me or you did this so it's about and it's like no Shari it's not always about you mm-hmm. you know um that's a it's been a hard lesson it's a hard lesson because it's a humbling lesson mm-hmm. right it's one where you're like it's not you're not the forefront mm-hmm. you, you aren't going to be the forefront and that's okay yeah that's right. okay that you're not the forefront in everybody's life yeah. and I was like oh I'm not the forefront never yeah. right. like y'all, <laughs> people who know me know I can be a tad bit dramatic <laughs> just a little bit just, just a little right and so to like come into like to mature into mm-hmm. a space of of saying to myself like no you are not the forefront you are not the center this is not about you and that doesn't mean that people care or love you any less mm-hmm. um, it just means that people got their own stuff going on you know, mm-hmm. it was a quote that I saw that said that most people aren't against you. They're for themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that. Paper Ooh. quote. I don't know who said it, but, yeah. you know, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's yeah. one that, like, in my journey of unlearning, like, that's one that yeah. really sticks out to me. Like, because I was like, oh, you know, people don't care. They they just for, you know, mm-hmm. they don't care. And it's like, no, like, people aren't against you. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. just for themselves. And, yeah. and that's a good thing to be, you know, like, yeah. to be able able to like be self-caring and things you know so that was one of like my big unlearning lessons Mm, that I had to like that I'm still working on I'm still working on it's a process (laughs) and that's a tough one it's so funny you said said that because one thing I've been thinking reflecting on a lot is like the idea of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and a big part of forgiving other people is acknowledging that they may not have intended Mm -hmm. 
right. to hurt you. Because yeah. I remember I actually had a friend I was telling about something. He was like, what do you think that person meant to do? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. But <laughs> Quit yes, with it. Yeah. Yeah. They knew and what they were doing. And there's a part of that when you actually have to say, well, maybe they really didn't try to. Mm-hmm. You can. It's, it doesn't take away the hurt, you know, right. the impact, yeah. but it does like, okay. That, and I think that's the grace that comes along. But that's yeah. a very hard thing to kind of let go of. Right. And it's hard. It's very hard. So that is definitely yeah. something. Um, kind of funny you said mm-hmm. that. I'll say what have, one thing I've had to unlearn or have unlearned is that um, you can love the wrong person. Mm, and girl. that love is not enough. Ooh, say more about <laughs> yes. So, you know, when we're taught about relationships, it's like, all you need is love. And, mm. you know, if you love, you can get through anything. In reality, no. Yeah. No. That's that's kind of like the basis, but you need a lot more than love. And it was actually yeah. years ago, my mom's pastor did a whole sermon about relationships. And he was just saying, you can love the wrong person he was just um, how often he would counsel people mm. and they'd be like well i love him he'd be like okay and yeah <laughs> like, I like is that. this a healthy relationship mm-hmm. is it serving you love because love when you think about it love is not logical yeah it's literally an emotional it's a feeling, it's it's a feeling and we know feelings are not always true mm-hmm. so um one thing i had to unlearn is that just because i love someone doesn't mean that it was meant to be yeah. And being okay with saying, I love you, but you're not good for me. Or we're not good mm-hmm. for each other. And being able to to let that go despite yeah. having this love mm-hmm. for a person. And that was something that was like, because we are taught. Yeah. You know, in the music and the songs, it's like love. Like, no, you need compatibility, maturity. Love conquers all. Yeah, like, no, it don't. Yeah. No. Because it changes over time as well. Yeah. So, yeah. That was one of the things, big things I had to unlearn. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Nice. Hope you're taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that down. Uh, what Damn. about you, Erica? Bringing it your way. Oh gosh. Um, I don't know. As you guys are talking, I was just kind of thinking about the ways that I have approached um, my relationships mm. and my expectations. Mm. And I think one of the things that I had to unlearn was that. Um, every man was not going to be, nor they should be like my father. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so bad. <laughs> um, I want, just want to apologize um, if any of you ever listen or have been listening. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's just an expectation that you were just never gonna meet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to unlearn um, this idea that, um, and really, I feel like it was it was told to me like oh Mm -hmm. yes you know you know this man is going to treat you like your dad and Mm -hmm. if you know he doesn't treat you like your dad then he's not good Mm -hmm. enough but that's a different kind of relationship and I think that's a very unfair expectation um, to put on a person Um, and so I think I had to learn like that I need to give people the opportunity to show me who they are Mm -hmm. and the type of you know, person, man, that they're going to be and what they can bring. And it might not be the same, but I can very much so value it and appreciate it. Yeah. Um, even if it's not the same kind of treatment or care or love, or it doesn't look the same mm-hmm. as how it's been given to me um, in the past. Yeah. That's good. That is a really good one. And um, I think, you know, being able to 
think about that because um, I had that same kind of thought pattern of like, nobody's going to love me like my daddy, you know? <laughs> um, and that's true, right? right. Um, because he's your dad. That's my dad, right? <laughs> um, but that changed drastically, like for me, after my dad passed away. It was like, well, now I can't say, you know, oh, I don't have to worry about you doing this because my dad will mm-hmm. like, you know, come in and pick up the slack. Um, and so like having to move into that space of saying, OK, well, how can I connect with someone in a way that is different than the connection I had with my father? Mm-hmm. You know, and now when I think about it, it's like, well, yeah, like I wouldn't mm-hmm. want <laughs> the same connection with my intimate partner to be right. the same as the connection I have with my dad. But just kind of like comparing those just isn't fair. Right. You know, I found I realized that that isn't fair. Um, and it often leads me to being disappointed mm-hmm. for things that I've placed in front of like this partner that they weren't going to be able to feel because they're not my dad, mm-hmm. you know, and they're gonna, you know, love me in different ways or take care of me or care for me in different ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Do we think that people, um, whether it's in marriages, dating relationships, do we think that sometimes people put expectations from past relationships onto their partner and may not even recognize that they're doing it. And, you know, how do we get people to even go back and -hmm. and check and undo these, these things? I think you got to take, this is April. I think you have to take time in between relationships to start to do that work. And Mm -hmm. I think that's sometimes where a lot of people get caught up in is when they jump from one thing to the next they don't have like a a time period where they kind of do some uh, almost like reviewing tape. Like anytime you lose a game, (laughs) you got to go back and watch the tape. (laughs) Going looking back and say, okay, well, this is what went wrong, or this is the things that I struggle with. Um, But when you kind of jump into the next thing because you don't want to feel alone or heartache, you don't get a chance to debrief. Yeah. Um, And then I think communicating. I was thinking even that's something I had to unlearn, as well as thinking that a person knew my expectations just because I feel that they are common sense expectations. But if I don't communicate, like I can't hold someone accountable to something that they didn't know, no matter how much I feel Mm. like this is common sense and basic. That Phaedra complex. Everybody knows. Oh yeah. I was like, wait, Phaedra, what (laughs) I I ain't accusing nobody. (laughs) Um, And I think one way of figuring out those expectations is thinking about it when you're not in a relationship. Yeah. Like, what are your... Because expectations boils down to needs. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. needs are you expecting a partner to meet or expectations? And then are those realistic? Like, are you expecting a partner to make you happy or to fulfill something that's not their responsibility? And that's, I think, where it gets dangerous. Like, if that whole, like, my partner is supposed to make me happy. No. Or, you know, or they're responsible, responsible for your house for happiness, my like, happiness. No. Mm-hmm. or I was half a person. They made me. Whole. Yeah. And it's like, oh, ooh, I'm going to need you to come home already. <laughs> right. Already home. Like, no, mm. we're not we're not Two puzzle pieces in that Mm-mm. way. But yeah. But if you don't think about that before you hop in, it's kind of tricky to do it when you're in the midst in the midst mm-hmm. of it. But also just communicating like, hey, what are your expectations of me? Yeah. And vice versa. The communication piece is the thing that kind of keeps coming up and the expectations piece. And that should be something that is constantly happening. I think sometimes we're like, I've already told them, 
you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I've told them this this many times, mm-hmm. but our expectations change. Yeah. They grow, yeah. you know, so maybe they met step A yeah. of your expectation and now you're already at step D yeah. of your expectation mm-hmm. that they're not meeting. We have to constantly yeah. be communicating and telling yeah. people what we need and what we want. That's a pet peeve of mine what? to have to repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am the, uh, what you talking about? I'm like, yeah, but I don't know, Erica. Because uh, if I didn't already told you, told you. <laughs> maybe he just not listening. Maybe that's. <laughs> so what's the balance to that? Then? Right, what, what is, is the, the balance? balance? I mean, because I can only imagine being a dude like, dog, you know, she just jumped down my throat all I did, I just forgot, you know. Yeah. You know, she mentioned that three weeks ago, and you're right. thinking like, "I said it. I said what I said." Exactly. Well, so, and yeah, you know. what's the balance? <sighs> yeah. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> April said this is her area of growth. <laughs> right. The rough edge <laughs> cut off many things at the at the foot before they even. But no, I think that's awesome though. That because one of the things that I think is helpful in unlearning and learning. So once you unlearn things, you want to learn things to replace it. Um, is like being a student of yourself, mm-hmm. right? So that's kind of one of the things that I always use is, you know, we should always be striving to be students of ourselves, like learning more about ourselves and how we operate, how we move through the world every day. And so if I already know that communicating like periods of like recommunicating or like for me being self-involved, if I already know that that's the space that I'm struggling with, you know, then that means that I can learn things to better myself in that Mm -hmm. area. But if I don't know, if I'm not a student of myself enough to like actually know that about me, then I'm going to continue to repeat the same cycles, you Mm -hmm. know, stay in the same patterns, end up in the same spaces, you know, just kind of be spinning my wheels Mm -hmm. all the time. So, yeah. So one thing about, you know, we're talking about from a psychological perspective, you know, we're talking about learning. We know that in order for something to become a learned behavior, a learned response, it needs to be presented you know, repetitively, Mm -hmm. we need to get that. Mm, And so it's the same thing with trying to undo unhealthy patterns and behaviors. We have to give people time Mm -hmm. to, you know, practice something new, practice the different behavior and rewarding the different behavior. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we miss rewarding when people are incorporating the things that we need we miss actually rewarding them for Mm -hmm. that and we focus on the times that they didn't right right and so it's going to be important to to recognize hey you know this person is usually really bad with remembering my birthday or whatever right and I picked that out because um I had something that I'm really bad with I have a girlfriend (laughs) Lord and she probably listening to and I always I probably for like three years straight I call her the day after her birthday because that is the day that I have stuck in my head yeah for her birthday and she literally one year was like so um like I always like just expect that you're gonna call me the next day she's like I really appreciate it because you're always really excited when you call and I'm like hey girl Wrong and consistent. And I am just so wrong. And finally, you know, she was like, 
maybe you could just like put it in your phone. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yes. And so when I finally got it right, like one year, she was like, so like, it was like, you know what? Just the fact that, you know, I got validated and she would never really get angry at right, me, but it right. was like, you know what? Is it, this is important? Right. This is important to right. her that I get this right. Right. So yeah. I need to get this right. right. Yeah. Um. So it is. It is in my phone <laughs> a couple of times. I love it. Like some reminders. <laughs> right. Like her birthday's not on the seventh. It right. is the sixth. Right. Please get it right. <laughs> right. I love, and I think that's the part where I struggle with when it comes to like repeating myself over and over again because I do. Part of me believes that if you care, you are going to take the initiative to correct this thing. Even if you don't do it perfectly, but you are going to do something to say, okay, I acknowledge you told me that this is something that's important to you. This may be an area I'm not, the, but but I am going to do this X, Y, Z. So like for me, anybody, listen anyway. Um, one of my things is I hate people telling me they're going to do something and they don't do it. Man. Like that so is the oh. quickest way for me to be like, up oh, X right. out. We ain't never no got to talk through. again. Like it's another thing I had to work on. But um, because I, I typically will do everything by myself if I can. Mm -hmm. Like, so if I ask someone for help, that means I really needed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so if I say, Hey, I need help with this. And they're like, Oh, okay. I'm going to get to it. I'll do it. Then I have to like remind mm. them and keep reminding and it doesn't get done. And eventually I just end up yeah. doing it anyway. I get frustrated with yeah. that because mm. I am huge on, if I tell you I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to do something, gonna do it. it's going to have to take uh, in an emergency for me not to do it. Mm -hmm. And one thing I know is I know that's me. Yeah. Like I can't have that same expectation from other people. What I do try to communicate is, let me know. I might be a little annoyed, mm -hmm. you know, I might be a little irritated, but at the end of the day, if you let me know, we're good. But it's kind of the lack, like you put your friend's phone, um, birthday in the phone. And mm -hmm. I, I dated a guy, he's, he's, or we dated, but then we became friends later, but he knows I'm really big about birthday. Mm -hmm. Like I expect the phone call from you. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm not going to remember. I'm bad with birthdays. I said, okay. But I'm telling you, mm -hmm. this is something. So I got his phone and I saved and then he remembered on the day yeah, of the call. Yeah. But it was kind of like, no. So then do something mm -hmm. to yeah. address the deficit. So that's my area of struggle is like, so you're just not going to do it? Right. <laughs> and you brought up a good point about the meaning behind things. Yes. So we talk yeah. in, in couples therapy and, you know, we're, we're talking about relationships. But all of this is not just, again, not about dating relationships. Right. It's just people. important just relationships. Yeah. But in couples, you know, therapy, we talk about like, you know, if a you know, you're always upset because your your partner leaves the toothpaste top off mm. the tooth, you know, off the tube or something. They always leave the little spittle on the mirror. Like it's yeah. not about the fact that you keep having to tell them and they're not doing it. It's the meaning that you begin to attach yes. right, to that. Right. Yes. So yeah. what we fail to do is when our partner gets upset because we left the toothpaste you know, right, top right. Off is we're offended because why are you making such a big right. deal about toothpaste? <laughs> right. And it's not about, it's not about the, the toothpaste. It's yeah. The but again, if we are not able to have that kind of right. communication with, mm -hmm. you know, our friend or our partner, whoever that is and sit down and say, Hey, when you forget my birthday or when you leave the tube, mm -hmm. you know, open, right. 
it communicates to me that you don't care about right. the things that are important to me or how this right. makes me feel. Right. Yeah. I think when we're communicating, we miss telling people the impact yeah. of yeah. their behavior I instead like of focusing. We focus on the act the action. itself. Yeah. Right. The action instead of the meaning behind the mm-hmm. action. Right. Because right. it, it, then it becomes kind of this petty thing. Well, it's about the toothpaste or, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't close the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And when it's being able to say like, no, this is what this means means to mm-hmm. me this is what it signifies this is the meaning that comes underneath it right yeah that's good and two I think what you said was also important um kind of glossed over it but the the paying attention to the effort Yes. Um, and I know that's something I I I am working on <laughs> because I can be very critical, um, and so I have to challenge myself. And I think this is a thing from Gottman, who um, was a like relationship expert, and I like Steve Harvey, like a real relationship expert. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not biased at all. You didn't like, like things like me. The movie I loved, yeah, except except. I don't know what the budget was. Sorry, sidetrack. No um, of Think Like a Man, but they played two night uh, John Legends tonight. Oh, tonight they, they played it in seven scenes. What you counted? It, it you. was at minimum. <laughs> I think that was intentional, right? That why? that was like the the For movie the soundtrack. I, yeah, don't get me to lying. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I want everybody who's listening okay. to go watch Think Like a Man though. and count how many. Right. It was a great song, but. I don't need to hear it eight times yeah, throughout right. this movie. Shout and out John Legend because that was it was a great song, song. But I was like, why is, did they not only they only had a budget for one single <laughs> on the soundtrack? And actually, Probably, yeah, yeah, great movie, good. cute movie, cute, cute movie. But uh, what were we talking about? Gottman. Uh, Gottman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, how, I'm how not Gottman sure. and Steve Harvey. Now I think about Ludacris. It's <laughs> all wrong. Wait, Ludacris wasn't he on that song? Ludicrous. Oh yeah, so it's like was he Girl, in the movie? No, okay, no, sorry. So it's God, the, it's the chocolate and the wine, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Godman <laughs> has this thing in couples therapy, um, a couple's work for every offense, it takes like three to five yes. things to balance that offense out. Yeah. Um, and I think it helps on both where when you're the offender and the yeah, offendee right. to, to think about it. like so for everything that I may get annoyed at, I have to you know, in my mind, think of five things that this person has done positive so I can get out of that. Like you just do, you know, right. that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it can get, it's very easy to hone in yeah. on what someone's doing wrong, yeah. that you forget mm-hmm. that they've been trying. So I, I definitely respect effort. I think that's my yeah. biggest thing. It's like, if I see you're trying and it just didn't, you know, it slipped, that's a t- completely different thing than just like, so you just, Said screw it with the toothpaste. You ain't, you just chucked it across the room right. like you just <laughs> yes just threw the cap right now. Now I got to come home with toothpaste smeared on my pillowcase because you got mad and you want to retaliate. Like you writing messages the on the mirror with the toothpaste. <laughs> now y'all we petty. Ooh. Wait a minute, I'm learning oh. so much about no. Okay. I mean, it may or may not happen. But so. yeah, John Gottman is definitely. I know April mentioned um, Gottman, He's but great. John Gottman's a great. Great. Um, like if you you guys want to start researching or Just reading, reading, not yeah. researching. I'm in my psychological talk. <laughs> if you want to start reading for pleasure and learning, um, John Gottman is a really good um, place to start. He talks a lot about um, like romantic couples, but also you know a lot of this can be applied to like friendships mm-hmm. and family relationships. We 
goodness family Ooh, relationships a is a whole nother episode mm-hmm. but a lot of it can be applied to that you know um relationships with coworkers, just any place where you're um connecting mm-hmm. with other people mm-hmm. um a lot of his teachings and principles and just different points of learning can be applied you know as well right. all right so we've talked a little bit about like things that we've had to unlearn I think it'd be cool to like tell people like things that helped us get to the space of unlearning just to kind of kind of cap it off and say this these are things that have been useful for things that we've unlearned we've noticed they haven't been serving us they Mm -hmm. haven't been benefiting Mm -hmm. us as we go through life and ways that we really focused on unlearning some of these things Mm -hmm. do y'all have any like pointers for me one of the things that I've I've began to do, and I do it a lot now with with my friends, is I say, okay, let's play devil's advocate. Mm, And I'll do that with myself. I love that about you because you've done that for me a couple (laughs) times. So thanks. (laughs) I do it a lot because, you know, it helps me to look at things on at from different angles you know I I know how I'm feeling or how I'm seeing something but I need to say you know let me step out of that and say what if if this is not the case like what are some of the other scenarios what might explain things and really just try to you know have different view things from different perspectives Mm -hmm. you know if I'm angry at a friend or I'm angry at a partner you know let's say they they weren't intentional about that what might have been the root behind what's going on and then you know try to take it out of myself sometimes we're 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 selfish not in the sense of um the negative way but we have a hard time thinking about the other Mm -hmm. so if we can do a self-examination and then an other examination to kind of play devil's advocate yeah i like that what about you april um i usually give myself time to be in my feelings mm-hmm. I, I do allow myself that time to just kind of like yeah. whatever yeah. and then come back in because I am trying to be very intentional about just forgiveness and compassion and say okay what am I missing am I reading am I putting my story and treating it as fact uh, okay. um, yeah. and then using that as a way to kind of look at it in a, in a more balanced way yeah. and if I'm not quite ready to have the conversation with the person, I might shoot a text yeah, you know, yeah. as an introduction. Like, okay, I was tripping a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk. As Because sure. I ain't quite there yet. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> but baby steps. Right. Baby yeah. steps. But it's still at least initiating some form of communication, keeping communication open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. What about you, Shari? Um, I think for me, I try to do um, a check in with myself every month. So I try to talk about three things that have been really difficult in the past, like in the previous month. So like September, when September started, I looked at August and I said, these are the things I think I struggle with. Like these Mm -hmm. are the things that I face planet. Like I did not do well in these areas. And I use those three things to be like my points of like focus in that next month. So I always am trying to, point out like the areas where I didn't do well, where I think I didn't do well. Other people may say, no, you did fine. But, you know, always striving to be better, like my own better. Mm -hmm. Um, So like three areas where I feel like I didn't do well and then 
really saying, okay, with these three areas, this is the one thing I'm going to do to get better in that area. Mm -hmm. This is the one thing in September and whatever month I'm in, I'm going to focus on to get better in the next area. Mm -hmm. And that's usually how I process through it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then checking in with myself at the end of the month, how did you do? Do you need to put some things back on the list? Because there have been things that have Mm -hmm. rode that list Mm -hmm. for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like really kind of like, and I'm I'm a processor, so mm-hmm. I have to like make lists and mm-hmm. like write things down. That's just the way that I like think through things. Mm-hmm. And so that's been one way that's helped me unlearn some of the things or continue to work on some right. of the things that I've been, you know, I haven't been the best version of myself in right. those areas. So yeah, that's right. been helpful. Good. Yeah, yeah. So some good takeaways. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, um, we talked a little bit about like what um we have known that we need to start unlearning. We've talked a little bit about what has helped us, but let's just do like some some takeaways, some some three things that we've taken away from this episode, maybe that we heard each other talk about, or um we've wanting to start putting into our lives. So do y'all have some, some mm-hmm. takeaways you want to walk away with? Um, if I had to give someone a takeaway, I'd say make sure you listen for the meaning mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. people's responses to your actions and yes. your words. Um, it's not just what you say and what you do, but it's the meaning that is then given to those words or those actions that have an impact on the relationship. And at the end of the day, I would hope that we all want to preserve our relationships. And so yeah. just meaning making, yeah. I think, is a takeaway that I want everyone to have. For sure. Um, I think for me, one thing that is a takeaway that I want people to focus on, and we've talked about it you know, throughout the episode, is like learning the skill of communication. Um, and that's a big process, mm-hmm. you know, but to even just start thinking about like, am I a good communicator? Mm -hmm. You know, do people misinterpret me all the time? Like, am I always saying nobody understands me? Mm -hmm. Um, And is that the other person's um, responsibility? Or am I not communicating in a way that allows people to get what I'm that does that doesn't portray what I'm trying to get across. Um, so thinking about the skill of communication, reading um, different things. We mentioned John Gottman. Um, he talks a lot about communicating, effective communication. Um, and so that would be my takeaway. Like start thinking about the way that you communicate and is it effective? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I liked what Erica said about the meaning um, and more so, I think my takeaway is making sure I communicate the meaning mm-hmm. um, how of how I'm interpreting an action to a person, so mm-hmm. a person doesn't just feel like, "Dang, you being like only because I did X, Y, and Z," but telling them, "Well, this." And usually, I, I'm pretty good about when you did A, it made me feel like B. Yeah, but yeah. Um, maybe making sure that that person understands what like. But basically, like, what did you hear when I right, said that? Right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So making sure that meaning is, even if it's not agreed with, just making sure that it's understood. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. 
But you still got three chances. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, three is good, though. That's more three than enough. More than yeah. April said three strikes again. That's out. it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What is first time is an accident? Second time is a habit. <laughs> Third time is your character. So April said she's going to create her own. Gottman, Gottman said, he, you know, you got, you got five too many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gottman's said. nicer than I am. <laughs> three. three. Good three. <laughs> all right so hopefully as you guys are listening you will kind of write down your own takeaways um we definitely always want you guys to think about like what things can you take away we're not just talking to talk i mean sometimes we are but um <laughs> we do hope that you know you can learn some things from like, learn time, from this sorry right? <laughs> <laughs> what? what can i remember the uh, american next top model oh, oh yes. we were rooting we were Learn from this. Sorry, I have yeah, random clips love, of stuff that go through my head when people talk. Yes, you guys learn from this. Write some takeaways down. Or unlearn from this. Right? <laughs> That's good. Um, so next, let's talk about a little bit something positive. Um, so who would you like to send your love? Let's talk a little bit about this segment. So one of my favorite artists of all time is Stevie Wonder. And he has a song called Send One Your Love. And one thing I love about that song is kind of the idea of um, like actual tangible things you can do to your love like send in, send one your love with the duns and roses make sure that she knows it comes straight from your heart so we all often can't send roses because they expensive get you some dandelions old weeds right? <laughs> roads that grew from concrete um <laughs> Sometimes we may not be able to give tangible displays of our love, but we can always just do it in a verbal way, whether that's something big or small. Um, so each week we will find something or someone that we send our love to. We ask that you do it the same um, out there listening in the Ethernet. Um, so Erica, do you have something or someone you want to send your love? I want to send my love to my my family, my immediate family. We have our little family group chat that we do every day, probably a little too much all day. But that is just definitely one of those things that I think we do collectively as a family to make sure that we're telling one another that we love each other. Um, you know, we always get up and we're very thankful that, you know, God kept us. We, we do a little roll call, make sure he, he kept everybody that morning. Oh, um, nice. And so that's just where I want to send my love. It's just one of those things that, you know, even if, you know, somebody's having a bad day, we know we got, you know, a group of cheerleaders behind us saying, you know, we're going to pray for you and we pray for each other. And so I want to send my love to my family. I love my James family. Um, so, yeah. What about you, Shari? Um, I want to send my love to, I guess, my girl tribe. I know it's, like, cliche, but um, my girl tribe, like, keeps me going. Like, they check on me all the time and just Mm -hmm. kind of, like, are present in different areas for Mm -hmm. life. Um, And so that's kind of a space where I want to send my love. I know I don't often – I try to be, like – Oh, you know, I love you guys, and kind oh, of. Oh, she like does all the time. Right. She, she does all the time. She's being I was like, I texting you right now. Time. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he was texting through an episode. I know. I was like, girl, love you. Um, <laughs> but 
I like to send my love to the people who um, I like to show love. You know, mm. I'm a, I'm a, I guess my love, one of my love languages is gift giving. Um, so gifts don't always have to be things. It can be talking, mm-hmm. can be communicating. Mm-hmm. So I like to send my love, kind of kick it off with sending it out to my girl tribe. Um, it's getting bigger and I'm happy about mm-hmm. that. That was one of my goals. Mm-hmm. I remember April and I talking about it because mm-hmm. Shari is very t- Team, no new friends. Um, but <laughs> I've challenged myself to kind of span mm-hmm. out and get more friends in my circle. Um, and so they've really, like, that's really been a beneficial thing that I've mm-hmm. done. So I want to send my love out to y'all listening. Y'all better be listening. <laughs> um, I want to send my love out um, to my line sisters, we we got a chance to meet up a few of us, like because we got a large line um, last Sunday, and it was just really good meeting up and talking and laughing, realizing how old we were because the music was way too loud in that brunch spot. <laughs> um, but also, it just reminded me the importance of. Um, just cheering people on, people who are still doing it and and in spite of. Mm -hmm. Like, you never know sometimes the trials and tribulations that are going through, that people are going through. So I just, not just to them, but I'm sending love to anyone who Mm -hmm. is still here in spite of, still pushing through, still smiling, still showing up in spite of. So that's where my love goes to. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, you all, this is all the time that we have. We want to thank you for listening and just want to um, remind you to please go and follow us on our social media. Um, we have a Facebook account and an Instagram account. We are three, the number three, Sykes and a Mike. That's three, P-S-Y-C-H-S and A-N-D-A. Mike M-I-C three sikes and a mic you can find us again on Facebook and Instagram and just want to also let you all know that three sikes and a mic will be um, participating in a panel for the women's empowerment conference that's being hosted by the big dm 101.3 fm on saturday september 21st so if you um, are in the area and want to come out to a very awesome event it's women's empowerment um, hosted by the Big DM It's Saturday, September 21st And we will be in the building So yes. please come check us out Let us know if you're listening Introduce yourselves We'd love to see you and hear from you um, Other than that I hope you all have a blessed week And check us out next time right. Bye Bye, Bye. <laughs>